Welcome to the podcast ministry of Pilgrim Baptist Church. Wherever you're listening from, welcome. We pray that the truth from the Word of God speaks to your heart during today's message. Chapter 19, verse number 25. The Bible says, For I know that my Redeemer liveth, and that he shall stand in the latter day upon the earth. No, after my skin, worms destroy this body. Yet in my flesh shall I see God, whom I shall see for myself, and mine eyes shall behold, and not another, though my reins, that's the inward parts, be consumed within me. All the way back, as far back in the book of Job, we see this doctrine or this belief in a bodily resurrection. It says in verse 25, for I know it says, yet in my flesh shall I see God. Mine eyes shall behold. Flesh, eyes, that's not the soul. That's the body. That's an earthy part. When you see the word death in the Bible, a lot of death means basically separation. You ever hear somebody say, and you hear this in toxic relationships, you're, you're dead to me. You know, you've, we've all either have had someone say that to us or we've seen it in, uh, uh, you know, a movie or something. Or we've had uh, a friend tell us, my, my, here's what my loved one just said to me. It means they're separated. You're dead to me. You're separated from me. When we die, our soul separates from our physical body. Physical death, separation from the body. That's physical death. Our soul separates from our physical body. What is spiritual death? Separation from God. That's spiritual death. We're separated from God. James 2.26 where it says, For as the body without the spirit is dead, your spirit leaves your body, your soul leaves your body, you're dead physically. We're separated from God prior to salvation. What? That's a spiritual death. So we see way, way back in the book of Job, this idea of a bodily resurrection. I think everybody, everybody gets that. Now, when we started 1 Thessalonians, by the way, let's get that. Let's get 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 and Romans 8. 1 Thessalonians 4 and Romans chapter 8. And when we started 1 Thessalonians, uh, the 13th verse of, verse of the fourth chapter, that first lesson was a little bit of the same thing. It was basically trying to get everybody to get on board with the fact that the main thing is there will be a bodily resurrection. And we looked at, right, the Thessalonians they didn't believe that. Paul's trying to help them. We looked at Corinthian believers. They didn't believe it. They're trying to get some help. And the fact is we need to understand and believe. I know this might be. Bible 101, but there will be a bodily resurrection. Um, so when you're in 1 Thessalonians 4, let's start with that. And let's read verses 13 to 17. 
The Bible says, but I would not have you to be ignorant brethren concerning them which are asleep, that you sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, we which are alive and remain of the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. The Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. We see in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 in these verses, dead saints receiving a resurrected body. We, we, uh, When you do a Christian funeral, it's sad and people are, are grieving, but it's still joyous and hopeful because we know where their soul is. Absent from the body, there's that separation. That's where that physical death comes in. Their soul separates from their physical body. But present with the Lord. Okay. So we get that. Their body goes into a casket and a grave. It's, it's buried. Their body is going to be resurrected. And that's what it's talking about in 1 Thessalonians chapter number 4. You're going to get a resurrected body, a glorified body. Now, we are going to get to some timing of all of this. but We're laying some groundwork in understanding the idea of the first resurrection. So go to Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. And look at verse number 38. The Bible says, For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. If you are a believer, I'm a believer. I trust that you have trusted Jesus Christ as your savior. If you are a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, death, physical death, cannot separate you and I from our Lord. We have a physical death where our soul separated from our body but we don't have a spiritual death because our soul will not be separated from our savior. Our soul only separates from our body and it goes to be, our soul goes to be with the Lord. And so Romans 8, 38 and 39 is an excellent verse to be able to bring people to that don't believe in a, uh, you know, when you die, you're going to go be with the Lord. Nothing can separate you. Amen. Okay. Let's look at some basic facts of the resurrection. I'd like you to get Daniel 12. John 5. And Acts chapter 24. 
Daniel 12, John 5, and Acts chapter 24. Some facts concerning the resurrection. Daniel 12, verse number 2, the Bible says, And many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake. That's people that are dead in the earth. <laughs> Very simple and easy to understand back in Daniel chapter 12. Now watch this. Some to everlasting life and some to shame and everlasting contempt. Is everybody going to the same place? Not according to Daniel 12. Some are going someplace, some are going to another place. And so we can understand from Daniel 12 that there will be, and many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake. That's a resurrection of a body that's been dead that will come alive. They're going to awake out of the dust of the earth. Now let's get our John 5 passage. Let's get John 5. And then our next one we'll go to will be Acts 24. John chapter 5, let's read verses 28 and 29. John chapter 5, marvel not at this, verse 28. For the hour is coming in which all that are in the graves shall hear his voice. First fact of the resurrection is they're going to awake out of the dust of the earth, Daniel 12. The second fact that a, a bodily resurrection is true and biblical is that they're going to come out of the grave upon hearing the voice of God. <laughs> now look at this. And shall come forth they that have done good under the resurrection of life and they that have done evil Unto the resurrection of damnation. I just want to stop, pause, and park until, before we get to Acts 24 and say this. We're going to wake out of the dust of the earth. Some to everlasting life. Some to everlasting contempt. We're going to come out of the grave upon hearing his voice. Resurrection of life. Resurrection of damnation. Do you see how this is by way of introduction? And we're going to get into the timing of all of this tonight. And then as we go on to future lessons in 1 Thessalonians 4. But what I'd like you to get a hold of this morning is that what we're seeing so far is, okay, there will be a bodily resurrection. We got that. But everybody ain't going to the same place. <laughs> some here, some there. They here, them there. So we, get, we got that distinction, right? That's easy to see so far. Let's go over to Acts 24. Acts 24, verse 15. Bible says, and have hope toward God, which they themselves also allow, that there shall be a resurrection of the dead, both of the just and unjust. Now, we haven't gotten into any timing yet. Well, when is this going to happen? Well, when is that going to happen? 
But we saw first what we're seeing this morning is there is a bodily resurrection. And some will go here, some will go there. They will have this, they will have that. And then the last point we see in Acts 25 is there's going to be just and there's going to be unjust that will arise from the dead. Everybody, everybody, we good? If you're good, say amen. Amen. All right, all right. I want you to, want you to be with me. Now, we don't see much in the Old Testament. We got our Daniel 12. We've got our Job 19. And now Jesus shows up on the scene. Let's get Mark chapter 16. Jesus shows up on the scene and he says, I am the resurrection and the life. And not one of the disciples believed him. They were confused. They murmured. They argued. They debated. They rebuked him. Same way he told him, I'm going to the cross. No, you're not, Lord. Where's the temple? Where's a miracle? Where's some fish and some food? And some... And believe him. Disciples are confused by this. If they're walking around with Jesus and they're confused, you think Jesus walking around the earth today is going to really do anything for this? They're with the Lord. <laughs> what I'm saying is we can't take it personal when a lost person says, go jump in the lake. I don't believe that gospel. They told our Savior, they put him on a cross. The disciples doubted. So we're not any more spiritual than the disciples are. We just need to read God's word, believe God's word, and obey God's word. And that's hard to do. When we're, we're just us, we're, we're prideful, all of us, some way, shape, or form. Look at this now. Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. But watch what happens here. Look at, Luke, look at Mark, I'm sorry, 16. Look at verse 1. And when the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James, and Salome, had bought sweet spices that they might come and anoint him. You say, Brother Jimmy, come on. Then they didn't really believe. Why in the world would somebody come to a tomb of a dead man with sweet spices to anoint a body if they believed what the Lord told them that he would do? <laughs> you wouldn't come with embalming spices to sweeten the body. All they had to do was believe the Lord. He's right there, and they didn't believe the Lord. As evidenced by them showing up with things that are for a dead body. And they just doubted. Go down to Mark 16, verse 11. Look, and they, when they had heard he was alive and had been seen of her, believe not. <laughs> How's that for a sharp bunch? All they had to do was believe the Lord. They didn't want to. They didn't. They believed not. He told them. Now, you would think 
fellas, look, I told you they're going to take me to the cross. And you'd figure when that came to pass, oh, yeah, that'll seal the deal. Oh, yeah, remember he said, too, he would rise? You'd figure they'd connect the dots. They didn't connect the dots. They believed not. And then we all know of Thomas, right? Uh, doubting Thomas, John chapter 20. And we all know that all the kids learned that. And, and they doubted. They doubted the Lord. I want to stop right here and just take a little check here, a little prideful, spiritual pride check, because we need to be careful. A lot of us take simple biblical truths for granted. And you might be hearing this message and you might be saying, oh, come on, this is like Bible 101. This is like learning the ABCs. This is like learning how to count to 10. We got this. But I just want to remind you, the disciples walk with the Lord and they believe not when he said, I am the resurrection. Spiritual pride will hinder our ability to grow if we're not careful, myself included. So when we say, well, come on, doesn't every Christian believe in a bodily resurrection? No, <laughs> they don't. Don't assume that. Don't assume that. You got cults that teach this soul sleep. Brother Kelly got into a little bit in his lesson. Um, I'm not going to dive into it this morning, but I mean, they got a few passages they go to. When you really study it out and run the cross references, it doesn't make any sense. But we're not annihilated. Our bodies are going to be resurrected. Okay. Let's just praise God that we are where we are. This morning, right now, around God's word. And again, do any of us really think we're more spiritual than any of the disciples? Well, Mary, the mother of our, the, the, the earthly mother of our Lord. Come on. Now, Daniel chapter 12, some to everlasting life and some to shame and everlasting contempt. John chapter 5, they that have done good unto the resurrection of life. And they that have done evil unto the resurrection of damnation. That's Daniel 12 and John 5, if you're taking notes. And then Acts 24 is our third verse, both of the just and of the unjust. Daniel 12, John 5, Acts 24. Get that down in your mind. All of that everlasting life, everlasting contempt. Resurrection of life, resurrection of damnation, just and unjust. Everybody got that? Everybody got what we, we went over? I want you to get this. Daniel 12, John 5, Acts 24. All of those are general statements that do not include the timing of when all of this will happen. Daniel 12, John 5, Acts 24. Get that in your mind. Daniel 12, John 5, Acts 24. Has nothing to do, and it does not address timing and when this resurrection will happen. It gives us the facts that there will be a bodily resurrection, and it distinguishes just from unjust. Everlasting life to everlasting contempt. Uh, yeah. And then 
resurrection of life and resurrection of damnation. I know I'm going over it a couple of times, but I want you to get it. So everybody say it with me. Just, unjust. Go ahead and say that. Just, unjust. Resurrection of life, resurrection of damnation. Let's say that. Resurrection of life, resurrection of damnation. Everlasting life. And then everlasting contempt. Amen. Amen. So we get all that. Daniel 12, John 5, 20, and Acts 24. Okay. Whew, we got it. All right. You can go back and get this message and, and listen to it again so you can get all your, your verses. But let's get into some time date stamps. All right. This is still by way of introduction. We'll pick it up tonight uh, or this afternoon, rather. But let's get John 11. Let's get some time date stamps. You got to lay all this groundwork out because if I don't, tonight's message, you would be like, what? <laughs> so we got to go through groundwork. John 11. Let's look at some time date stamps. And let's get Revelation chapter 20 while we're at it. So we're prepared. Revelation chapter number 20. All right. John chapter 11, let's start reading at verse number 23. Jesus saith unto her, thy brother shall rise again. Now we've got Lazarus, who is the topic, who is the subject here in this chapter. Verse 24, Martha saith unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Whosoever liveth and believeth me shall never die. Believest thou this? In Jesus's day, most people believed in the resurrection of the dead. But most didn't believe in a resurrection from the dead. That distinction will be made more clear, especially tonight. Jesus is walking around in his earthly ministry doing miracles. And he is going to raise Lazarus. His body, right? And they're all going to witness it. Most people that were close to Jesus believed in a resurrection of the dead because they saw him do it. Imagine that. Imagine how social media went. You, you, you got to believe that thing went viral real quick. <laughs> Nobody was posting on Facebook. It was, you imagine the door knocking campaign that week? You guys missed out, man. It was the wildest thing ever. You know, feet were scurrying and it was just the buzz around town. They believed in the resurrection of the dead, but most had no belief in a resurrection from the dead. But John 11 does give us a glimpse into when the last day timing. This is one of the things we get on timing because Jesus obviously isn't raising Lazarus in the last day. He's right there with him. He's going to 
it's happening then. Then. But she says and makes a mention of the last day. So we get a glimpse of a timing of, well, wait a minute. This resurrection of the dead is different and going to happen at a different time than a resurrection from the dead. There's a space. Lazarus gets raised up then. But you know what? There's going to be a resurrection from the dead later. We see the first, we see here in John 11, there's a little bit of time now we see. We don't get specifics, but we do see when she says, one more time, we'll look at it. Verse 24, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Except Jesus is going to rise him up right now. All right, Revelation 20. Revelation chapter number 20. Now, you remember when we talked about there's going to be a rising of the, it says in the just and the unjust, went through that, Acts 24. When are the unjust raised? Let's read Revelation chapter 20, verses number one through five. Watch this, Revelation 20. And I saw an angel come down from heaven, having the key of the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. And he laid hold on the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil, and Satan, and bound him a thousand years. Uh, literally, by the way, 1,000 literal years, this will happen. And cast him into the bottomless pit and shut him up and set a seal upon him that he should deceive the nations no more till the thousand years should be fulfilled and after that he must be loosed a little season just a little little itty bitty whip a witty bit something happens prior to the start of this thousand years Right. The thousand years runs out. And then what happens? He is loosed for a little season. Does everybody get that? Everybody see that? Let's look at it again because I want you, I want to make sure you got it. And bound him 1000 years. Where was he bound? He was cast into the bottomless pit and he was shut up. Boom. Year one. You're 10, you're 100, you're 1,000. Now what happens? Hey, man, the year till the 1,000 years should be fulfilled. And after that, he must be loose a little season. Amen. We get it? I mean, not amen that it's good about the devil, just amen that you got it. 1,000 <laughs> years, what happened? Prior to the 1,000 years, he's what? Bound. You're one, you're 10, you're 100, you're 1,000. It's over. Now what happens? How long? It'll see. A little itty bit. Give him one last shot at the title. Okay. So we got that. That's verse number three. And now look at verse number four. And I saw thrones, and they sat upon them, and judgment was given unto them. 
And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus and for the word of God and which had not worshipped the beast, neither his image, neither had received his mark upon their foreheads or in their right hands. And they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. Satan is bound. A thousand years pass. Satan will be loose for a little season. The next verse we see what? Who is with the Lord during those 1,000 years? They are living. They are reigning with Christ for this 1,000 years. Everybody get that. They're living and reigning with Christ during these 1,000 years. Well, who are they? It was souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus and for the word of God and which had not worshipped the beast, neither his image, neither had received his mark upon their foreheads or in their hands. And they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. Now, can anybody tell me if you got your head cut off, that would mean you're beheaded. Do you live or die? You would be dead. <laughs> You'd be dead. Okay. The kids learned this Saturday about um, the bullseye and where the uh, at their BB gun lesson instruction and where it came from. Well, it, but way, 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 way back, the dead bull, they take the head and they would put it up. And if you shot the eye, you, you know, win the contest. Dead bull be dead. <laughs> no one's shooting an alive bull. That bull was beheaded. You beheaded, you're dead. Well, how are they walking around with Jesus? Resurrection. A bodily resurrection. A bodily resurrection. Now watch this. Verse 5. But the rest of the dead, because there's some more, <laughs> right? Lived not again. Until the thousand years were finished. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy is he that hath part in the first resurrection. On such the second death hath no power. But they shall be priests of God and of Christ and shall reign with him a thousand years. That's the blessed part, by the way. That's this first resurrection that's blessed, by the way. So let me ask you this. The question I asked you at the beginning. When are the unjust raised? After the 1,000 years. When are the just raised? Before that. <laughs> So do you see now there's a separation Now we're going to start getting into detail stuff later tonight and then next Sunday as well. And we're going to develop this. But what we want to see this morning is the fact of a bodily resurrection. Some here, some there, they here, they there, just and unjust. And now we start to see some time in Lazarus, 
span of time. There's something about this last days. And we don't get specifics, but we see an interval of time there. Now we're closing out. We're looking at Revelation 20, just and unjust. The unjust are raised bodily after the 1,000 years. Amen. There's a cross-reference to our Acts 24, right? 1,000 years, unjust come up. When did the just come up? Before that. There's a period of time between these two bodily resurrections. Just coming up at one time, unjust coming up at another time. Last couple of verses and we're done. Let's get Luke 14. Hebrews chapter 11 and 1 Thessalonians 4 we'll close with. All right, Luke chapter 20. Uh, I'm sorry, Luke chapter 14. Let's do that. Luke chapter 14. The Bible says, and thou shalt be blessed. For they cannot recompense thee, for thou shalt be recompensed at the resurrection of the just. The just are raised before the unjust. For thou shalt be recompensed at the resurrection of the just. The unjust happens at a different time. Luke chapter 20. Luke chapter 20, verse number 35. But they which shall be accounted worthy to obtain that world and the resurrection from the dead, neither marry nor are given in marriage, neither can they die anymore. For they are equal unto the angels and are the children of God, being the children of the resurrection. This is referring to the resurrection of the just. These are just people. Luke 14, Luke chapter 20, Hebrews 11, and 1 Thessalonians 4. We'll finish out. Look at Hebrews chapter 11, verse number 35. We see another example of the just. Women received their dead, raised to life again. And others were tortured, not accepting deliverance. That they might obtain a better resurrection. Now, you think these people were unjust people? No, they were not. This is the resurrection of the, of the just. They had hope. In a better resurrection. Anybody here want to be tortured for the Lord? Hello. You read some of the uh, accounts in the bloody account of Martyr's Mirror. It's about this thick. Read that. People gave up a lot, and all we're asked to do is give up a little bit of money or a lot of money and wear a mask. <laughs> Look, I'm not for any of this. I'm just saying that people gave up a lot. But these are just people. This resurrection of the just, not the unjust. All right, last one. 
Let's get First Thessalonians chapter four, and then we'll be done for this morning. That's enough information, and we're going to tie this into the, to tonight's this afternoon's message, which you won't want to miss. First Thessalonians chapter four, verse sixteen. The Bible says, "For the Lord Himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel." And with Donald Trump, no, it's not. <laughs> that would be blasphemy. And with the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first. This dead in Christ, they're not unjust. These are, this is the just because they've trusted in the just one. Is everybody getting raised then? No. So that tells me what we want to end with this morning. That tells me from the Bible. The fact is, there absolutely is a bodily resurrection. Amen. Right? We got that. The fact remains, and I believe that we all got this, is that there will be just and unjust. There will be everlasting life and everlasting contempt. Resurrection of life, the resurrection of uh, of damnation. Thank you, brother. Right? So we get that. There's the fact that it will happen. There's also the fact that there are different groups involved. And then we saw in Luke 11 and Revelation 20, when we talk about a little bit of a span of time now, it's not all happening at the same time. Everybody get that? A thousand years happens. Unjust come up. When, when did the just happen? Before that, there's time. Now, tonight, we're going to get into some more specifics as we try to define and understand the first resurrection. Thank you for listening to the podcast ministry of Pilgrim Baptist Church. We look forward to seeing you in the next episode. In the meantime, you can sign up for our email newsletter at www.pilgrimbaptist.church.